Babe, say how about the... Ouch! Does that answer your question, Bobby? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, your announcer. Like the man said, Maisie Revere. Just a hard-working girl who wants to get married. It runs in our family, I guess. I come from a long line of married people. And I got me a fellow, too. Eddie George. He lives in my boarding house, Mrs. Kennedy's place. And he's my fiancé. Fiancé. That's French for so what's the hurry about getting married? Eddie works in an insurance office, and his boss says he's dependable, steady, and reliable. <laughs> so you see, he don't make much money. <laughs> That's why our entertainment usually consists of such exciting things as sitting in the grass alongside the George Washington Bridge and counting the out-of-town cars. But tonight, Eddie's going to take me out formal. It's sort of a surprise he don't know about it yet. The occasion? Well, it's sort of an anniversary, and... Yeah, who is it? It's me, Maisie, Eddie. I got a surprise for you, honey. On my way home from work, I stopped and got a hamburger for you. Oh, gee, Eddie. Then you didn't forget our anniversary. Come in, darling. Maisie, did you say anniversary? Well, certainly, darling. Don't tell me you've forgotten what day this is. Oh, of course not, sweetheart. Happy birthday. Eddie Jordan, it's not my birthday. Today is exactly one year, four months, and eight days since... Since what? Well, since we first met. Oh, yeah. Well? Well, what? Well, you're taking me to celebrate. To celebrate what? Eddie, you just haven't been listening. To celebrate our anniversary. Well, have you already forgotten that today is exactly one year, four months... Okay, okay. Oh, then you did plan to take me someplace. You just can't keep anything a secret, can you? No, I'm a regular blabbermouth. <laughs> uh, uh, Maisie, where am I? I mean, any place in particular you want to go to celebrate this very important day? Oh, of course not, Eddie. I'll go any place you want to take me, even if it's a nightclub. Uh, nightclub? <gasps> a nightclub? Oh, Eddie, that's a wonderful idea. How did you ever happen to think of it? Oh, it just came to my mind when I wasn't thinking. <laughs> Look, uh, have you picked out any particular nightclub that I've decided to take you to yet? Oh, of course not, darling. This is your night. Your night to have fun. And I'll tag along to any club, even if it's the Ritz Garden. 
Oh, the rich gardens. Well, I like that. You do? Oh, so do I. I'll be ready at eight. Gee, Maisie, if you think that... That I'm the kind that wants to talk her fella out of doing what he thinks he owes his fiancée, and she'd be heartbroken if she didn't go. Then you're wrong. I'll go right down to the Ritz Gardens and make sure they give us a good table. Oh, mister. Hey, mister. Yes, miss. You wish to speak to me? Yeah. You're the head waiter here at this club, aren't you? If you don't mind, miss, I'm the Mater D. Now, there's something you desire. Yes, yeah. Uh, you see, um, I've got a boyfriend, and he don't make much money, so therefore he can't afford to spend very much, can he? Your logic is quite refreshing, madam. Uh-huh. I thought so. Um, that's why I'd like to reserve a ringside table that wouldn't cost too much. Oh, a nice, cheap ringside table. Yeah. It shouldn't be too close to the orchestra and not too far. Yes. We'd like it close enough to see the whole floor show. Uh And we'd prefer it right under a nice romantic palm tree. Naturally, madam. When can you come in for the fitting? Gee, sir, wouldn't you have just a tiny little table someplace? Just for two? Huh? Please? Well, miss, there is one. No, I wouldn't give that table to my own wife. Oh, well, well, we'll just take anything as long as tonight Eddie and me have each other. Very well, miss. But don't expect too much. As far as the palm tree is concerned... You mean the table's under a palm tree? Well, not exactly under it, more behind it. Oh, we can't see the floor, though. Uh, not exactly see it. More, more... Uh, hear it? Yes, but faintly. Well, beggars can't be choosers, I always say. We'll take it. Oh, that's a brave girl. Yeah, and I hope Eddie can walk real fast going to the dance floor. If he don't, by the time he gets there, his tuxedo may be out of style. <laughs> I mean, borrowed for tonight. Do you like it? It's shocking. Oh, gee, thanks. Suits my personality, don't you think? I mean, it brings out the real me. Yes, in several places. Uh, I'm wearing it tonight at the Ritz Gardens. Oh. Oh, I understand all the cigarette girls there dress sort of undressy like that. <laughs> Takes the customers' minds off the short change, and I imagine. Oh, I'm not working there, Mrs. Kennedy. I'm being taken. Oh. Now, look, Maisie, honey. I know I'm just your landlady, and it's really none of my business. But you can't trust any of them Broadway playboys. Well, you don't have to worry about this little Broadway playboy, Mrs. Kennedy. Eddie ain't the taking advantage of a girl type. Eddie? Yeah. You can always tell what he's planning to do next. Darn it. 
You mean Eddie, our, I mean, your Eddie, mm -hmm. is going to spend money on you? Real money? Yeah. And I, I feel a little guilty about it. Well, you know, tricking him into it. The poor guy works like a beaver for what he gets. Maybe I should call the whole thing off, don't you think? I certainly don't think. Oh. Well, you mean a girl should have a little excitement in her life, make a few beautiful memories to look back to when she's old and gray? Yes. Ah, oh, Mrs. Kennedy, you have such a convincing way of putting things. Go ahead and have fun while you're young, Maisie. Fun and excitement. Oh, I tell you, there's nothing like a handsome man holding in his arms while the orchestra's playing soft, sweet music. Why, Mrs. Kennedy... Don't tell me that some handsome man's ever done that with you. Well, not exactly. That's just a little game I sometimes play with my arteries. <laughs> Maisie, there's nothing like having a friend. Uh, that's it. I almost forgot. What's that? Well, the reason I came up here, you've got a visitor, Maisie, downstairs in the parlor. Uh, Mildred Cassidy. Millie Cassidy? Why, I haven't seen her in years. I wonder if she... With those beautiful hair, it's red. She's changed. You know, Millie and me went to public school together in Brooklyn. Oh. Of course, I only went as far as the fourth grade, but she stayed till the fifth to complete her education, you know. Gee, I wonder what she wants. Well, she said she just got a job. Oh. She dropped in the Globe, huh? No, it's out of town someplace. She leaves tomorrow. Then she just dropped over to say hello and goodbye. Well, that's a relief. I was afraid maybe she'd try to mooch into my date tonight with Eddie. You mean she invites herself where she's not wanted? Yeah. Back at school, she was known as Tagalong Cassidy. Well, here goes. <laughs> Wonderful to see you again. Too bad you can't stay. Oh, but I can, Maisie. My train don't leave till tomorrow. Oh, and I have so much to tell you. What are you doing tonight? Uh, well, Mildred, um, if it were some other night, but tonight... She's got plans. Oh. Ah, it couldn't be anything real important, I'm sure. And, well, tonight I'm not going to have anything on. Well, then why don't you take a bath? Uh-huh. She's a sweet old thing, isn't she? Uh, Millie, uh, I'd really like to spend your last night in town with you, but, but tonight I was sort of planning on going to a nightclub. Well, Maisie, honey, don't change your plans on account of me. Oh, then you don't really mind? Of course not, silly. I just love nightclubs. That's a load off my mind, I'll say. Look, Belgian, it's none of my business. You're so right. Maisie, that gown you have on, I mean almost have on, you don't have to wear it tonight just for me. But she ain't wearing it for you. She's wearing it for Eddie. A fella! Maisie Revere, don't tell me you got a fella. Why not? What am I, a hunk of chopped liver? Oh, and his name is Eddie, huh? Yes. Gee, I, I don't suppose I'll ever get to meet him. No, I don't suppose. You see, Maisie and him are engaged since a year ago. Yeah, and tonight we're celebrating. He's taken me to the Ritz Gardens. The Ritz Gardens. Oh, 
Jane, Maisie, I've always dreamed about going to the Ritz Gardens. Well, the next time you dream, have a good time. Now, Maisie, honey, you've got to finish dressing. Yeah. Well, um, goodbye, Mildred. I'm awfully sorry about tonight. Oh, that's, that's all right, Maisie. Don't worry about me. I'll just go home. There's the wallpaper. Maybe I'll try on my new evening gown that I never got to wear. And, and don't you even give a second thought that the only friend I wanted to visit was on my last night in town with you. Just go. Go and have a marvelous time. Well, look, Mildred, I, I'd really love to have you join Eddie and me. You would? Well, I'll meet you there so long. But, Mildred, I didn't mean... Oh, gosh, it's too late. She's gone. Oh, now poor Eddie has an extra face to feed. Maybe when he finds out you've invited that schlump along, Eddie is going to hit the ceiling. Yeah, and two to one, he's going to hit it with me. Starring Ann Southern will continue in just a moment. Here, Ritz Garden, sure is a swanky club, ain't it? Sure, sure, but what are we sitting here just outside the... the... Why are we sitting here? Let's go in and find our table. Well, Eddie, uh, this is our table. After all, it's costing plenty to come... This is our table? Yeah. Out of this world, ain't it? A little too far out. Maisie, maybe we ought to just go to a movie. Oh, Eddie, you're disappointed in the location of our table. Not at all, dear. After all, it's only costing me $20 a head. And for that kind of money, I can't expect to be right in the club. Anyway, Maisie, honey, at least we'll be alone. Just the two of us. Um, yeah, just the two of us. Um, uh, Eddie... Wait uh... a minute, Maisie. Uh, this must be the wrong table. After all, there are three settings here. Three? Yeah, one, two, three. Honey, let's dance. The band is not playing. Well, how do you know? Maybe they are. Let's dance. Maisie Revere, what's that third setting for? Oh, gosh, I'm starved, honey. Waiter! Oh, waiter! Miss, I am not a waiter. Mater D, remember? Oh, yeah. The sensitive one. Oh, this is Eddie. Eddie Mater... Um... Uh, howdy, mate, old boy. I want to thank you for giving us this table. You must accept this to show my appreciation. Goody, goody, a whole dime. Now I can retire and travel like I always wanted to. Yeah, you can see all faraway places, some even farther away than this table. Yeah, and while we're on the subject, chum, I think you've made a small mistake here. There are three settings. But, 
But I received a call from this lady. I should bring over a menu. I'm starved. Oh, then you'd like to see a waiter. For 20 bucks a head, we'd like to see something. Very well. I shall take your order. I don't think I can get a waiter to come all the way out here. Yeah. He might not be able to find his way back to the club. Gosh, I'm starved. Um, senor, how much are your steaks? Seven. Fifty. I'll have a cup of coffee. And you, Maharaja? Well, I'm not hungry. I just ate yesterday. I'll have coffee, too. Very well. Now, will that be two coffees or just one for the two of you? They're quite large cups, you know. We'll each have a cup. Oh, yes, sir. Tonight we live, don't we? Oh, yes. Shall I bring a cup for the other lady you're expecting? Other lady? Maisie? Uh, yeah, yeah, Marcia. So long now. And if you see anything on the tablecloth when you come back that looks like ketchup, it ain't. I look forward to it. Okay, Maisie. Who's the other lady? Uh, well, um, Mildred Cassidy, Eddie. She insisted on joining us. When Mildred arrives, we'll just talk, the two of us, and pretend that she isn't even here. Oh, you mean uh, freeze her out of the conversation? Yeah, that's it. Uh. Ignore her out of here. Well, I'm here at last, Maisie, honey. Gee, I'll bet you thought I wasn't coming. Oh, we knew you'd come. I broke a mirror this morning. This is Eddie. Eddie, this is Mildred. Oh, pleased to make your acquaintance, I'm sure. Gee, I'll bet you were surprised to find out I was joining you. Surprised is hardly the word. Well, I am a little late, but you know what Confucius says. It's better late than never. (laughs) Confucius should worry how he spends my money. Oh, he's real cute, Maisie. Such a keen sense of humor. You should catch him at parties when he puffs a pillow under his coat and makes himself for a fat man. Oh. Well, here we are together. Just the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, while getting dressed tonight, I slipped in the shower and almost broke my neck. That's That's nice. nice. My, sure are a bunch of yadda-yaddas, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie, I hear you tell just perfectly hilarious stories. Yeah. Uh, you did, Mildred? Uh-huh. Well, the fellows down at the office think I'm a regular card. Uh, funny thing, I just happened to think about a riddle. Uh, stop me if you've heard this Eddie, before. Eddie, remember what but, we said. But, but Maisie... You this... know, Maisie, Eddie reminds me a little of that fellow that used to be so nuts about you, thought you were real pretty. You know, that nearsighted fellow, Willie Burns. Uh, this riddle really kills me. Now, oh, tell me what gosh, the... Willie Burns, I do remember him. He was the rich kid on the block, owned his own skate key and everything. This is really a yeah. wow of a riddle. Willie didn't marry that there girl he was so stuck on, did he, Mildred? Oh, what was her name again? Oh, nuts. No, but you were close, Eddie. It was O'Reilly, Rudolph O'Reilly. Her mother had a crush on Valentino. Uh, why don't you tell us uh-huh. Riddle, Eddie? Well, don't... Rudy married somebody else, some professional man. Uh, a barber, I think. Okay, if you insist, I'll tell it. What does an elephant have 
that no other animal can have. Oh, say, Maisie, uh, guess who just got divorced? I give up. You do? Well, the answer is... Who got divorced, Mildred? I thought you were addressing me for a change. Um, Herman and Arlene Rosenberg. He took the kids and gave her the apartment. Lucky girl. I don't know. What does an elephant have that no other um, animal can have? Herman's brother, George. No, no, you're not even warm. Well, what about George Mildred? I had a crush on him once. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor George. He worked in a delicatessen store and lost part of his thumb. Cutting salami too thin. Oh, the poor fellow. The answer is little elephants. <laughs> little elephants. <laughs> but I don't see anything to laugh at, Eddie. Losing a part of your thumb can be very painful. Other things can be very painful, too, Maisie. After all, I'm sitting at this table, too, you know. Well, you'd never know it. Why, you haven't even opened your mouth since Mildred got here. Oh, I'm just a big killjoy, ain't I? Well, so long now. I think I found myself a dancing party. Say, Maisie, you'll never guess who I ran into the other day. Alice Ferguson. Now, is she going steady with the fella yet, Mildred? Well, she didn't volunteer to tell me, so naturally I didn't volunteer to ask. What an admirable attitude, Mildred. If a girl her age wants to keep sacred things like that to herself, so let her, I always say. Don't you think I'm right, Eddie? Eddie, where is he? Oh, over on the dance floor, Maisie. And, well, he's dancing with the hat check girl. Well, that's what I call nerve. Inviting a girl out to a club and then not paying any attention to her at all. Hmm. Well, you can play at that game. What are you going to do, Maisie? I'm going to pick up the handsomest man in this club and make Eddie jealous. Yeah, it'd serve him right. Oh, say, Maisie, there's a nice-looking fella sitting alone at that table. Well, he ain't going to be alone long. I beg your pardon, miss, but uh, have we met someplace before? How dare you talk to me, sir, a total stranger. Go away at once or I shall call the manager. Go away at once. Do you hear? Well, if you insist, but uh, first, would you mind getting up off my lap? Oh, oh was this your lap I'm sitting on? Uh, I thought it was mine. You can sit on your own lap? This I'd like to see. Oh, no, I mean, I thought it was my table. It's so dark in here that anyone can make a mistake. Well, I'm glad that you did, baby. How about a little champagne? Well, I'm sorry. I do not indulge in liquid beverages. Oh, please. A little drinky will help break the ice. What do I want with some broken ice? Maisie! Oh, Maisie! Oh, quick, mister. This is your chance to kiss me. Kiss you? Well, I never had I it never a... either with a stranger, I mean. Come on. Kiss oh, me, please. Okay, baby. Here goes. Maisie, you weren't back at the table, so I... Maisie! Oh, uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, sit down, Eddie. We'll be through in a couple of minutes. Now, look here, feller. I don't know whether, you, whether you're drunk or not or whether Maisie got hit in the head with a passing tray, but, but that's Maisie you're kissing. Oh, how do you do, Maisie? I'm Steve Clark. How do you do? Uh, this here's Eddie Jordan. Uh, how do you do, Eddie? Hi, Steve. I mean, Steve. Steve Clark. 
Eddie George. Well, of all people, here. Here, sit what? down. <laughs> you, you two know each other? Sure, from the Army. We were in Guadalcanal together. Yeah, we were buddies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can stop being buddies right now. Eddie, I've got to get something off my mind. First, get it off Steve's lap. You're wrinkling these pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You don't care that he's madly in love with me and that he asks me to dance, not like a certain other fellow who brought me here. Eddie, Eddie, this will kill you. Guess who I ran into last week? Our old CO, Colonel Henderson. Not old Colonel Henderson. Yeah. He asked me to have a drink with him. Well, that's impossible. Colonel Henderson doesn't drink. Oh, the Colonel sure had a sense of humor, didn't he, Eddie? Yeah, a million laughs the old guy was. I know a riddle about an elephant. Say, Steve, whatever happened to that girl you were running around with in Australia? You mean Sally? No, no, the single one. Yeah, this is playing again, Eddie. It's a rumba. You sure dance your waltz good to a rumba. Oh, you mean Charlotte. Yeah. Ever see her anymore? Oh, gee. This music sure sets your feet popping. Nope, I don't get to see Charlotte much now, Eddie. She's married. Oh, yeah? To who? To whom? Uh, to whom? Oh, you men. All you do is gab, gab, gab about people I don't even know. If you don't stop, Eddie Jordan, I'm going right back to our table. Say, uh, whatever happened to George Green? I said I'm going back to my table. Did George re-enlist like he said he would? Nope. He got married. Hmm. No coward, that boy. I said I'm going back to my table. Uh, so long. So long. Steve, have you ever run across Corporal Johnny Morgan? Remember, if it weren't for him... We'd both be dead now. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you both are. So long, kids. Happy yachita, yachita, yachita. Gee, isn't this music just heavenly? You know, I could go on dancing all night with you like this. So could I, maybe. But next dance... Let me leave. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. I should have paid more attention to Eddie instead of being carried away by all that gossip talk with Mildred. But, well, I'm a woman, and that's my only excuse. Frankly, Eddie was perfectly right in leaving the table and dancing with that hat check girl. So later on, I had a long talk with him, and he finally apologized, so I forgave him. It turned out fine. Mildred had to leave early because the waiter dropped a tray of food all over her dress cost poor Eddie $10 for that. Five to Mildred to have the dress cleaned and the other five to the waiter for making it look like an accident. Gosh, it's been a wonderful night. 
But I wish Eddie would realize there's something more to dancing than just walking around and wiping your feet on the floor. You have just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Pat McGeehan, Elvia Allman, Peter Leeds, Joan Banks, and Hans Conried. Jack McCoy speaking.